With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds are talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. The smoothest show on internet radio. Your hosts, the Jazz Queen and Mike Reynolds. Hello and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, a.k.a. The Jazz Queen. Mike will be calling in in just a few minutes. Um, if you'd like to join us in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com and click on uh, Craig's picture. That will bring you into BlogTalkRadio.com. And if you scroll down, you will see the chat room and you can enter in from there. The phone number is 646-716-5485, 646-716-5485. And then we have some guests in the chat room. Let me welcome all of you to the show. Joe from Germany. Good to see you again, Joe, as always. I'm st- our guest today is guitarist Craig Thumper Samuels. Uh, we will be talking to him about his uh, latest release called One. Craig, welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Thank you very much. It's an honor to be here. Thank you for having me. Nice to have you here. Nice to have you here for sure. So now, um, first of all, I know what Thumper means, but tell, how did you get that, that nickname? Uh, I started out uh, as a bass player. Um, mm-hmm. That's where I kind of got my, my first recognition from um, when I was in the uh, my my sophomore year in high school, um, I know that we we learned uh, I learned I should say that um, our bass player uh, for our jazz band was leaving the following year because he was a senior at the time, and uh, so I kind of made my debut then. But they uh, the, the other musicians in in class thought I had to have a nickname, and uh, <laughs> so they kind of gave me that, and it kind of stuck with me, been with me for years. Okay. Now, um, your latest release is called One, and uh, it's also um, known as the, um, you're sort of like a one-man band, but I did read somewhere where you were referred to as an invisible band um, because of, you know, you play all of the instruments and do everything on your music. So how do you go about, you know, doing that and and playing your music and, and putting, you know, and performing in front of an audience? Well, the, the Invisible Man band part of it is, is that's generation one. Um, that's mm-hmm. what I call my Invisible Band. Uh, and what I do is I record all of the instruments and vocals and whatever um, in my studio, and I burn them on CD. And uh, when I perform live, I usually play along with the CD and leave out whatever instruments that I'm going to uh, feature myself on for that particular track. So in, 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 in case of most of them, I play a lot of guitar uh, live, but I do some piano and I do some lead bass and I also do some saxophone. Um, but whatever track it is, I would leave that particular part out. And then when I play the CD, then I would fill that in live. And that's kind of how I got the, the Thumper and Generation One um, um, 
the name, so to speak. Got it. Okay. How would you describe your music? Uh, uh, that's <laughs> that's a good question. Um, original uh, would be the best way. It's it's a cross between a lot of different genres, um, from uh, George Benson to Norman Brown to uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire to um, Steve Oliver, Steve Cole, uh, a lot of different jazz artists, and then a mix of a lot of uh, different uh, other artists. I'm a big Prince fan, um, big, big fan of Elton John, big fan of Mr. John Legend. Uh, so I kind of take a little bit of each one of those and kind of mix it together and then put them a little bit of my own flavor in there. And uh, so it varies from song to song, but uh, it's easy listening. It's um, smooth. Uh, although I do add a little bit of a rock, a rock flavor to it on some of my tracks, um, so I kind of mix it up. It's just a, a big mixture of smooth, easy listening, uh, entertaining music. I say. Okay, and is that how you came up with the the name, the Ozone Sound? Sound. Well, the Ozone came from Omaha, Nebraska, okay. and that's one of the uh, one of the names where one came from, this CD called One, which is O-N-E, uh, has a lot of different variations to the word one, um, mm -hmm. primarily Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, the second variation is there's one person doing everything, which is me, uh, although I do feature a couple different artists on uh, a couple of the tracks within the CD. Uh, the, the O uh, on the CD cover is the world, or is, is Earth, Planet Earth, which we only mm -hmm. have one. We only have one planet Earth, so we need to take care of it, take care of the ozone, take care of our kids, our grandkids, so, you know, everybody can live a long, prosperous life without, um, you know, things being polluted and, and getting thrown into the mix to make it harder for us to, you know, to survive and prosper. So we need to take care of ourselves, take care of our Earth, um, you know, take care of various different things to, you know, like I said, to make everybody um you know, healthy and, and happy and, and live long and, and prosper. It's Mr. Leonard Nimoy and his departure. Yes, so, yes. Big Star Trek fan. I'm upset that he left. Oh, so am I. I'm a big fan, too. The um, Next Generation was my favorite show. Right, right. I still watch it. I still watch it yeah. to this day. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. hear you. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, now I'm going to play some music from the CD um, one, but first, give, just give us a little background on the CD and your um, uh, concept behind it. Well, the the concept behind one, uh, like I said, was primarily uh, from Omaha, Nebraska, because Omaha is a smaller town. Uh, it's in the middle of the country, doesn't get a lot of recognition. As, as you know, within saying that, there's a few that have uh, gone on to do you know some pretty good things, and there's some great musicians here that have traveled and came back. But I still feel that uh, Omaha doesn't get the the recognition that, uh, say, Atlanta or L.A. or New York gets. Uh, so my my primary uh, reasoning behind it was to give uh, you know to give Omaha, Nebraska, some some recognition. And uh, there's a lot of diverse music here. There's uh, with gospel, there's rock, there's country, there's R&B, there's hip-hop, um, there's rap, there's jazz, 
but again, not a lot of it gets a lot of recognition. So this CD uh, has a diverse uh, a range of music from rock to uh, orchestral, which is the first song called Song of the Universe, which is more of an... Um, and then um, there's some ballads on there. There's one called For You, Mom, that's just piano and drums uh, that I wrote that for my mom. And and I believe it, it crossed over to other parents uh, and other uh, people whose moms uh, reflect the memories, those that have them here still with us and those that have passed on. But it, it touches a um, touches a, a feeling uh, that most people can reflect on, you know, with their moms. And like I said, just a, just a diverse uh, uh, range of music. And there's some upbeat and there's some low tempo and there's a couple cover tunes. So uh, that was kind of my, my uh, reasoning behind creating it the way I did. Okay. Now, I do like your cover of My, My, My. Why did you choose that one? Uh, I thought it was one of the, uh, best ways to, uh, express beauty of, of, of our women. Um, I'm, I'm a big, big fan of, of beautiful women, uh, no matter how, you know, size, color, and all that doesn't matter. But, uh, a lot of times we don't, <clears throat> we as men don't give appreciation to our women that we should uh, in some music genres, we uh, tend to disrespect them or um, take them off the pedestal that I believe we need to keep them on. Uh, so this was my rendition of my way of uh, putting our women back on that pedestal that uh, you know where they need to be. Well, that's very well put, Craig. I like that. <laughs> I like that. All right. Let's take a listen to My, My, My. This is from Craig's Thumper and the and Generation One release. You can find this on the website, thumpinghard.com. And that's without the G. So that's T-H-U-M-P-I-N-H-A-R-D. This is My, My, My.
That was My, My, My from Craig Thumper Samuels' latest release, One. Now, Craig, you mentioned that you are playing all of the instruments and doing all of the vocals. How many instruments do you play? Uh, oh, boy. I, I stopped counting at 10. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, uh, I don't know. It, it's, yeah, I just try to, with the, the theory that I have, it's uh, kind of easy to pick up. Um, you know, other instruments um, and things of that nature. But I practice a lot, um, so it's um, so it's it's kind of hard to say. I stopped counting at 10, so it's probably 12 or 15. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. My co-host, Mike Reynolds, has called in. Mike, how are you? Hey, guys. How's it going today? How you hey, doing, hey, Chris? How you doing, Mr. Mike? Thank you. I'm doing okay, brother. I, I was I was jamming on that my my mind, you know. I called and I said, "Hey, that's Johnny Gill." I said, "Hey, what's going on?" <laughs> I we was interviewing Craig today. That that sounded like some Johnny Gill there, but that was a very nice track. I like that. I love that one. Thank you very much. Okay, so Craig, um, take me through how you produce a song. If you're doing all of the instruments, um, where do you start when you, you know, when you st when you produce a song? Where do you start? Well, it all depends on on what type of track it is. Um, if it's usually an up uh, excuse me, an up tempo track, uh, I usually start with either uh, a drum track or a bass line, and kind of build it from there. Uh, if it's more of a ballad or um, a mid tempo song, I may start with uh, piano or guitar, and you know, just kind of you know, build it from there. Um, there have been tunes that I wrote starting with the lyrics and then then having trouble deciding, well, should I do this on guitar? Should I do this on piano? Um, so it kind of varies, you know, song from song to song. It's interesting, um, you know, that you, that you as an as an artist, you're playing all of the instruments yourself and you don't have, you know, a band with you. I just I think it's just really interesting that you guys can put together music like that. And sometimes I just wonder, well, how do they start? Where do they begin? Yeah. Uh, okay. Most of the time, if it's, if it's an up-tempo or a funk groove or something, um, you know, it'll start with a drum track or, or, or a bass line and then um, guitar or piano, usually on a ballad. So when you start a song on the bass line, do you already have the melody or does that come later? Well, the melody is usually filled in later. Uh, okay. Usually, a, a up-tempo song um, would really come out of a rehearsal, uh, where I'm just uh, I lay down a drum track. I have a few uh, basic drum tracks that I lay uh, ahead of time, just to you know put on the shelf and have something to choose from. And then um, I'll get get one of those down and lay it, you know, record it, um, and then just groove on the bass, just kind of like rehearsing. Mm -hmm. And then I'll play what I feel, so to speak, and then. Um, you know, a certain line will come out of it, or I'll take two bass lines and combine them, um, you know, and as a foundation, and then just fill in the melody or whatnot from there. It may be okay. a horn section, because um, like I said, I'm a big fan of Earth, Wind, and Fire. It may be a horn section that I add to it first, or some strings, or uh, some synthesizers, which uh, I think should start, you know, making a comeback, because back in the 80s, uh, synthesizers were real big. Um, you know, and, and then they kind of faded away in the 90s. So, um, and, you know, in the early 2000s. So I'm uh, starting to incorporate some of those again just to kind of give it some flavor that 
uh, hasn't been around for, you know, 20, 30 years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so now what was the first instrument you started to play? Uh, the clarinet. I want to play clarinet in school too. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't do anything much with it, but. <laughs> well, I, that was the thing. My, uh, I have two older brothers and when we were all coming up, uh, our mom wanted us to try something musically. And um, my, it, this was more of a hand-me-down for me because my oldest brother played it. Uh, he didn't like it. And uh, my middle brother's two years under him, and he tried it and didn't like it. So they went into sports, you know, golf and football and all that. And then uh, when I came up, um, I took a hold of it and uh, grabbed a passion for it. And then uh, shortly after I started playing clarinet, then I picked up the saxophone, mm -hmm. and then um, uh, you know, then I picked up bass from there, and then that's kind of where I got my name from. And then uh, guitar, piano, drums, and uh, percussion, and uh, some of the other instruments kind of followed after that. Kind of how it all developed, so to speak. And uh, during that time, I learned uh, the, the the technology in where I built. I have two recording studios that I built myself from the ground up. And uh, so that kind of helped me um, save money and things that I because I didn't grow up with a lot of money and and two studio time was a fortune then and I really didn't have a lot of money uh, so I learned over the years to build my own recording studios and you know produce my own material uh, which saved me a ton of money and mm -hmm. then I could save that money into distribution or manufacturing or advertisement and promotion. So it was uh, it was kind of a well-rounded idea, but it, it took a lot to put in place. Yes, yes. And now, by you, well, why were the eggs, Craig? You know, by you doing like you, I, I don't know if I'm about to say what you, what you're thinking as well, sir. <laughs> but by but by you doing everything on your own, was it was it hard for you not to actually help with you know doing these um, doing the project on your, everything by yourself, or, or was it always planned for you to do it by yourself without any help? No, it was it was it was it was kind of fell in my lap as far as having to do it by myself. Uh, a lot of time when I was growing up and couldn't play a lot of different instruments, um, I would ask other musicians, you know, around town that were uh, a lot better than I was to, um, you know, play on these songs for me or help me develop these tracks. But a lot of the time, they didn't hear the things that I heard. And they wanted, they wanted, it was my track that I had in my head. I had it um, designed a specific way. Uh, but when I asked other people to play them, they wanted, you know, to add their input. And, well, I think it should go like this. I think it should go like that. And that wasn't what I had in my head. And, uh, you know, either that or they wanted a bunch of money. You know, give me $500, give me $1,000, this, that, and the other. And I didn't have that kind of money because I was trying to, you know, record my own um, my own music at the same time, so I didn't have a lot of money to pay other people, not knowing where the, the finalized song was, you know, where it was going to go. So I said, well, you know, to be honest with you, it's just easier if I learn to play the stuff myself and it would come out exactly how I had it, visioned it in my head, mm -hmm. and, you know, I wouldn't have to worry about it. You know, and then there was right. copyright that... Um, you know, people wanted a percentage of the the proceeds, so to speak, or 
uh, they felt like they should be part copywriter because they put um, they changed up a baseline that I had originally to you know to put in the song. So it kind of it was I'm more out of frustration than anything that I learned how to do it all myself. And um, but then the end result was better because it was exactly how I had you know had planned for it to, to sound. Mm-hmm. Now, you may have answered this question, but Ollie J in the chat room asked, is it hard to put together a band you like? Uh, in a, in a time-wise, yes. Uh, there's some great players uh, here in Omaha uh, that are far better than me. Um, but my conflict was timing. Um mm-hmm. I have a big sound, as you you know, you can hear in some of my tracks. I have uh, five-part horn sections, uh, three or four guitar parts, uh, drums and percussion, strings. Um, so for me to find all of those musicians uh, would be tough to do because, you know, every every day, if we practice seven days a week and I had 12 people in the band, every day somebody couldn't come to rehearsal and that part of the song was missing. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where uh, it was almost impossible to put a band together because musicians have wives, they have jobs, they have girlfriends, they have kids, um, you know, and all of that. So it was almost a hindrance, um, not in a bad way, but, uh, you know, for somebody not to show up, it was, you know, the drummer couldn't make it. Then practice was pretty much scrubbed or the yeah. bass player didn't make it. Um, so I just found it easier for me to do it my way until I can get to the point where, um, you know, I can pay all of these musicians to, um, you know, to, to come to rehearsal. You know, that way they could let their jobs go and playing music would be a full-time job. See, I'm a single parent, and my son is, my, my youngest son is 14. I have a daughter who's 28, but she's married and out on her own, but, my son is 14, and he can pretty much take care of himself now. And, uh, I mean, he, we, we, he, I stay with him, you know, um, almost, you know, all the time. But there's times now where he can go out with his friends or he's, he's doing well in track, so he spends a lot of time on the track. So when he's, you know, on track, I'm in the studio or, you know, working on something um, to, you know, because, like I said, I don't have to feed him anymore because he's big enough to cook himself. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to feed him anymore. <laughs> right, you know, um, I mean, he can, you know, he can cook himself something to eat, or if he needs to, um, you know, stay home by himself, he can do that now. Sure, uh, sure. So it's, it's a lot easier for me just to do things uh, on my own. Uh, would I like a band? I'd love to play with it because there's so much uh, more um, possibilities with a full band than there is with the way I do things because I get rejected from a lot of gigs simply because I do everything, you know, but myself in the CD. Oh. And a lot of uh, uh, promotion of, or uh, concert promoters here in town and, and in other places that won't let me play because I play the way I do. You know, if I'm not four pieces or bigger, then, you know, they don't, you know, they won't let me play. Oh, oh, so you said they won't let you play? I mean, I, I'm not, I, I don't think I'm, because of, no, okay, now, can you explain that? Yeah, well, because, like I said, because I play alone, it's just me 
and and the CD that that has all my backing tracks on there. Right. Um, a lot of a lot of the concert promoters won't let me play because, because I'm they not, re- they'd rather have four pieces in a band mm-hmm. or or bigger. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see what you're saying. So so basically, you want to do the show on your own with your own tracks and everything. Well, is that what you're not, saying? Not by choice, but the way I've had to do things, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had to do them my way because, like I said, having a lot of people in the group, you know, and people can't come to rehearsal. Uh, you know, I don't want to perform with these people if they don't know their parts. You know, right, right. I, right. I totally agree with you on that, right? So Yeah, uh, I, I'm, just, I'm just kind of perplexed. I mean, I'm kind of like, you know, I've, I've never seen where... You you know like somebody said that the promoter won't let me you know play because you know I guess I'm doing my own thing you know I I, I you know yeah that's kind of strange yeah, yeah. because you they prefer you have a band as opposed to you playing to tracks right, right. well yeah right, right. Yeah. yeah you know me doing it my way it's just me on the stage unless I have you know featured saxophone artist or something like that but uh, visually I don't have a bass player I don't have a drummer I don't have a you know a second guitar player or all that. So it's just me yeah. on stage. And these promoters that I've uh, approached about this, well, you don't have enough people in your band. You know, nobody wants to see you uh, perform by yourself. I mean, like, I didn't see what difference it made because I do, I, you know, I do a lot of my own bookings around Omaha because, because of that reason. Mm. Uh, there's one promoter who does a jazz, blues, and gospel fest every year and i've been trying every year for the past 15 years to you know to play on his show and i know i'm good enough but but he gives me an excuse every year and i found out through the grapevine what that excuse was and it was because i play alone that is interesting because if you had a band it would cost him more to pay you Okay, to play at the festival as as opposed to you just playing by yourself, it'd be cheaper for him to to put you on by yourself. That is really interesting. Yeah, and, and a lot of these these club owners around here they don't want to pay you nothing anyway. You know, I know a yeah. band, uh, one of the top cover bands in town. Uh, there's uh, nine people in their band, ten people in their band, I believe, and they get four hundred bucks a night for a four hour mm. show. Mm. And most musicians, you know, they don't want to play for that. But they mm. have to keep mm-hmm. the Yeah. yeah. Now four hundred bucks four hundred bucks in my pocket by myself, that's worth it to me. But they won't let me play. That is this is this is the first I've heard of this. I'm sure Mike too. This is the first time we've heard of something like yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's why I kind of busted in like that. I'm like, yo, you know, I've never heard of that before. You know, the, yeah. I, I mean, even even for a small promoter, I mean, that would be you know suffice to if I was a small club owner. I said, yo, I, I got one guy coming in, going to do a whole show. You know, like you said, for the four hundred dollars, sure, I want that versus having to pay, you know, a, a band, you know, a little more because each guy going to want at least you know one hundred fifty to two hundred dollars a piece. You know, depending on the location where you guys are at, but. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's okay. That's 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 a first. Yeah, that is a first. That is a, f- and I have been to concerts where an artist has played to tracks, and it's just as right. good as if it was a band. Yeah. That is well, interesting. I'm, 
Well, and that's the first place, like, like, Right. And sometimes, just like Terry said, you know, it may not be a big-time jazz festival. It may be just a little small outdoor yeah. event or uh, something exactly. at the mall or something like that. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Now, wow. I say, I say, let's see, let's see your audience decide that. Exactly, yes. But no. you, now, now, now you're going to do something else, and then Terry always talk about so, but we're not going to go there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's, but he's right. There. The promoter is making the decision for the audience. He, and right. that's not, you know, he doesn't know what the audience wants to see. He doesn't exactly. know that. Oh, that's my gosh. Good. That is really interesting. That is very, very interesting. It's a lot less okay. you know, traveling and the whole bit. You know. Yeah, exactly. So, um, Ali has another question along this line. He wants to know, does it have something to do with where you are? Honestly, I don't think so, uh, because I've got friends on my, my Facebook uh, page, my Twitter account, my Instagram, and a lot of musicians that do perform the way I do run into the exact same problem. So I don't think yes. it's, it's, even though, that, like I said, Atlanta and, and L.A. and New York uh, and Detroit are bigger areas, uh, but it's the same, it's the same thing. You, mm -hmm. you run into okay. the same problem. Okay. And that, that discourages some musicians from, well, you know, from, from performing. Yes. And yes. that was one of the things that I decided to overcome by putting a booking agent hat on my head and start booking my own shows. Mm -hmm. I, well, mm -hmm. Eighth year now, I do a concert in the park series from May through October. And I go to the city and I book uh, three different parks uh, and I play every Friday for two hours from 6.30 to 8.30 in, in one of three different parks every Friday from May through October. And you and think, I, and don't ahead. you think those same people you, that you are playing in front of at those parks will come and see you at a jazz festival? Sure. You know, I mean, the pro, they, would you, the promoter needs to come and see you play at those parks. That's what needs to happen. He, what, the one I'm speaking of has. He knows oh. uh, everything about me. Okay. Uh, he's seen me play in other venues. He's been okay. to other venues where I have played. But okay. he won't let me play in his. That is Why? interesting. I don't, know. I don't know if it's something beyond uh, me being a one-man band that he won't tell me or what. But, mm -hmm. I mean, people mm -hmm. come to him and say, you know, how come you don't let Thumper play? How come, when is Thumper going to play? And I, they get no response. Or he wow. did and don't, you know, don't, don't even ask me. Uh, but he they he tells them excuses as to why, uh, you know, why I'm not playing. So, like I said, I've created my own park series uh, where I feature other artists on my shows that are running into the same problems that I'm going through, or some of them that aren't as uh, as well developed as uh, some of the the more seasoned players uh, in and around town. Uh, mm -hmm. I feature them just to give them some exposure and some uh, experience, you know, at being on stage. Mm, okay. So, so All some right. of them are with me, and then some of them I, I put in in other parks uh, to give them, you know, to give them some exposure. Yeah. 
Wow. I'm I'm still shaking my head at that at this one. That's a first for me. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, at least you got the park thing going, and that's a good thing. And you're also helping those other artists that are having the same challenge. So that's a good right, thing. Right. And, I, and yeah. with, yeah, I, I thank God every day for Facebook because I've been uh, – right now I'm getting worldwide airplay on this, this latest CD. <clears throat> and uh, I've got stations uh, in Germany and Poland, uh, Australia and Japan, you know, uh, their internet radio stations, which is now seems to be what everybody's going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm getting worldwide airplay and being able to connect with them. Uh, you know, that's allowed me to, to go other places, you know, travel other places and play, which, which is, you know, uh, and they've accepted me as a one man band. And um, I'm scheduled to go to shoot a six flags in Chicago uh, in July. Uh, this will be my third year there. Um, and I've got quite a few other, um, you know, out-of-state performances coming up. Okay. So, in, in, in retrospect, I'm getting the better end of the deal. I'm not sounding arrogant or being arrogant about it, but um, you know, I seem to be getting the better the better end of the deal. Yeah. Well, you know, and and and, and to kind of go with that. Um, do you think that now that you know that the promoters are are being that way towards you? Would you change the way you do things going forward to try to get them to to book you to have a band with you now, or you want to try to you know keep it the same way? Well, I, I'm I'm always going to press. Um, I mean, I, I'll take whatever avenues I can get. I mean, I'll play for anybody anywhere. Matter of fact, I even told him a couple years that I'd play for free, mm. and he still okay. let me play. Okay, so next subject. <laughs> <Wow. see> <laughs> I, I, I hear you, Mike. <laughs> yeah. I so, think it's the, the one-man band thing. I think there's some other avenue or some other animosity somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I agree. Different. Especially if you offered to play for free and he still yes, says, yes, indeed. Yeah, you every week in my pub. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, I don't know. Well, I mean, if he called me tomorrow and said, I want you to play this year, I'd be glad to play. Wow, I've never heard of that. And and, and, and and like I said, listen to the music. The music is good. So it's not like, you know, you, you don't have great music to bring in with you. Yeah, That's yeah. That's crazy. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right, speaking. Omaha, most of the people <laughs> in Omaha that come to these know who I am. So I mean it's I mean and they know of me so I don't know like I said I think it's something beyond the one man band thing but yeah. I'm not one he has and, and you know so I agree with you on that yeah yeah I'm not I one to hold a grudge be mad about anything I just if I see an obstacle I go around it yeah and, and you doing you're doing it very well too. <laughs> you're you doing that much. very well. All right, let's listen to Smile. Uh, tell me about this song. Smile was kind of uh, a new venture for me. Um, it was some new guitar techniques that I had learned, and I wanted to uh, apply them uh, to a recording. And when I accomplished them to the degree of perfection that I wanted, uh, it made me smile. And, and the feeling from it makes other people smile. So that was kind of the uh, it was kind of an uplifting. Um, an uplifting piece. Uh, 
that was designed to, you know, take people out of uh, bad moods or, or depressing times uh, to kind of give them hope. And uh, like I said, it was kind of a uh, universal word that kind of touched everyone that, or touches everyone, I should say, that, that actually hears the, uh, here's the, here's the track. Okay. Okay. We are talking to guitarist Craig Thumper Samuels about his release one. Um, you can find it on his website, thumpinghard.com, and you can follow him on Twitter at the same name. This is Smile.
That was Smile from the one release. That, again, you can find that on the website, thumpinghard.com without the G. And you can follow Craig on Twitter at Thumping Hard. So now, Craig, you mentioned, uh, you told me that this CD uh, one was released in last June. Are you working on new music? I am. I uh, just released uh, a new single uh, Thursday called Help From okay. Heaven, which okay. is a spiritual ballad. Uh, it's a vocal tune and uh, kind of the same format as Smile, but this one has more of a, a verbal message that you can relate to. Um, um, it talks about the same same uh, subject, bringing people out of tough times, bad situations, um, for those that feel that there's no hope left, um, you know, things of that nature. Uh, this one talks about, um, you know, the man upstairs and, and our Lord and Savior, um, and how you know, belief in him will help pull you out of these tough times, uh, these bad situations. And, uh, you know, you just have to believe and have faith. And um, that one, that one should be available on the website Monday. Uh, but you can find that one on Reverb Nation. Um, oh, well, there's several other websites, SoundCloud, uh, MixCloud, Sonic Beats, uh, several other different um I'm going to put it on the website on thumpinghard.com. Uh, that'll go up there Monday as well. Okay. So, um, but, yeah, and then I'm working on a couple new cover tunes. Um, one of them is uh, a version of I Shot the Sheriff. <laughs> I'm also uh. working on a cover version of Good Times from Chic from uh, a while back. And okay. I don't like doing a lot of cover tunes, but... Uh, I try to add at least one or two uh, to every every CD that I do, um, just to give some people uh, some familiarity uh, with me and come you know tying us into um, other other tunes that other people have done. Just like with Johnny Gill, and uh, I don't know if you're going to play when I think of you from Janet Jackson, but that's the other cover tune on one that uh, that I decided to feature on that one. So. But yeah, I'm still trying to think of a title for the next CD, but uh, just just putting the tunes together and trying to put together a good format and whatnot. So. Okay. All right. Well, I can close with When I Think of You. Uh, no sure. problem there. So now, um, where where are you performing next um, in uh, Omaha? Let's see. Uh, my Park Series starts uh, May... 7th, I think it is, first Friday in May, uh, I'll be at the Heartland of America Park, which is uh, a gorgeous park that's downtown that uh, overlooks a, uh, a small lake uh, with a waterfall. And uh, so I'll be there, I think the first Friday of May is the 7th, and then the park series starts then after. It's every Friday uh, through October, uh, weather pending. And if I'm not you know, out of town doing some other shows or jazz fest or something like that. Okay. Um, so that's that's next for me. Um, I'm still lining up some other shows and stuff. Uh, like I said, I wear the booking agent hat too. So uh, <laughs> I did acquire a new manager, uh, Miss Annie Rodriguez, uh, with keeping it smooth management. Uh, so we just uh, started our relationship early this month. So we're looking forward to doing some things together, getting some jazz fest together, um, and hopefully doing a lot more traveling. 
Okay, good, good. All right. Mike, do you have any other questions for Craig? N no, nothing else. I, I just wish I had a venue so that I can get Craig up here for free. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, you find me a venue where you are, I will come up there for free. <laughs> I tell you, Craig, this is one interesting interview. You have told us yeah. something that we have never heard before. Yeah. In the it's seven years we've been doing this show, we have never heard that before. So, you know, Keep kudos for you. Yeah. Yeah, keep your ears to the ground. You'll start to hear things. And then I think, now I'm, I don't want to sound arrogant or sound like a trendsetter or anything, but I know it seems like since I started doing this, and there may have been people that have done this before me, but since I started playing alone to my own tracks, I've started to notice more and more artists are doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. that I don't, it may not, it may just be me. Uh, there may be other artists that were doing this long before me that I didn't know anything about, but it, it seemed to me that once I started doing this, that other people started trying it or doing it too. Because I know yeah. other people in all are doing it now. Yeah, yeah, wow. But I don't want to take credit. I don't know if it's mine or not, but uh, and and that's a good thing because you know not everybody can afford to to pay a band. Um, mm -hmm. But like I said, playing for 30 bucks a night, you know, for all your hard work and practice and rehearsals and don't get paid for any of that, and then go to a gig and play for four hours for 30 bucks, you know, having to split 600 bucks, you know, eight ways, you know, yeah. just you know, ain't making no money. Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. Mm -mm -mm. My, my goal is to get to, I don't know if you guys know Art Good or not, with the Catalina Island Jazz Fest. Yes. I would Love to play there. I am. I am trying so hard to get uh, Mr. Good's attention. Um, like I said, with this worldwide radio play, uh, there's a station, uh, 96.9 The Oasis in San Diego, that made me their featured artist of the month for February. Cool. So I'm, huh? I'm hoping that'll get Mr. Good's attention. I would love to play at one of the uh, Catalina Island Jazz Festivals. I've been there. Mm -hmm. I've seen, and that's kind of by my. my lifelong goal right now is to be able to play you know for one of those well you definitely have the determination to do to do that so keep on you know doing what you're doing craig and um because it seems to be working for you so far you know yeah yeah, so, yeah. I, 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 I have to keep so plugging you gotta keep pushing yeah, right. definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Wow. Well, I, I tell you again, you have made this a very interesting conversation. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> it's been an honor. I, I, uh, I look forward to uh, hopefully doing this again, you know, sometime. And, uh, yes. That, let me that, let me know when the new CD is going to be released and we'll talk. Okay. Uh, yeah. and, and, and definitely also and, and give everybody your social media accounts so that they can follow you on your social media accounts. I'm, uh, I can be found on Facebook. At uh, either uh, Thumper and Generation One uh, or Craig Thumper Samuels. Uh, I have a personal page and a business page. Uh, as you mentioned, I'm on Twitter uh, at Thumping Hard. Uh, I'm on Instagram, uh, MySpace, uh, SoundCloud, Sonic Bids, Reverb Nation, under those same names. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, by typing my name, you'll find me. I'm, I'm pretty much everywhere. <laughs> All right. Well, it has been a pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Like I said, I, I, I appreciate guys, people like you guys 
uh, you know, paving the way for us. Because if it wasn't for you, you know, we we would have no no outlets to let anybody know, you know, that we're here. So I, I can't thank you guys enough for for your hard work as well. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. You have a great day, and uh, we will definitely be, you know, looking at following you. Uh, and finding out what's happening with the jazz festival. Hopefully, some promoter will look at you and say, "Hey, let's get this guy on." So we'll keep our right. fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. All right. I appreciate that. All right, Craig. You have a great. All one, right, okay? Craig. Thanks a lot. You guys take care. Thank you. Welcome. All right. That was Craig Thumper Samuels. Definitely pick up his new CD one, his latest release one, um, on all those sites that he mentioned. Very interesting, Mike. Very interesting. Yeah. First time yeah, we've heard right. that. Yeah. All right. Yes, indeed. Yes. Um yes. well uh, nothing going on in the area. Um everything okay. is, you know, like stuff coming up uh March twenty first. I'll, I'll be going to New York City to see uh David P. Stevens at the uh, Hounds Tooth Pub up there in New York. So uh I'll be in New York for that. Okay. And um just wanted to mention real fast too before we get out of here that I've I've been sitting here watching the um 50th anniversary of the uh, Selma march across the bridge uh, with uh, mm -hmm. President Obama and everything. So I'm just sitting here watching history uh, being uh, unfolded on TV. is mm. uh, very interesting. Very interesting. Mm. Okay. I have a couple of things. Um, first, a tribute CD to Jeff Gollop is going to be released on March 31st. It's called The Vault, and you can pre-order it now on Amazon. And also, Brian Simpson will be opening Aliante's Poolside Summer Jazz Series starting April 30th. So Aliante is um, starting to make an announcement about the artists they are booking for this summer, and Brian Simpson is the first artist to play. So I'm excited about that. Looking forward to um, seeing him again. All right. Thanks to Joe from Germany and Ollie in the chat room and all of the guests. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Uh, once again, I want to thank Craig for the interview. And I'm going to close the show with the song, When I Think of You, his cover of that. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, Jazz Queen. And Mike Reynolds. And we look forward to talking smooth jazz with you again next time. Until then, keep it smooth. Thanks again, Craig. You bet. Take care. This is When I Think of You.
you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Please visit our websites, TalkingSmoothJazz.com and Mastermind-Entertainment.com. Join our Facebook fan and group pages and follow us on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen and The Daily Grind. That's T-H-A Daily Grind. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.